Hello and welcome back to another episode on Thrive in Grace. We are back with another one from our I Am series and we'll be getting on to which one we're doing in a minute. But first, I have to do my question as always. You do, got to be done. My question, this came to me very quickly, very spontaneously, but I do quite like it, (laughs) is, Ellie, what is your favourite app on your phone? Ah. Actually, I've got two questions this week. I've just thought of Oh, anyway. okay. What's your favourite, like, app just in general? Yeah. And out of the apps that, you know, like, the ones that Apple just, like, force onto your phone? Yeah. That you can't get rid of, but they're just there? Which yeah. one of them is your favourite? Okay. Hmm. You go first again, okay. as always. So, I think out of the ones that like apple force you to have mm-hmm. i'd say probably facetime oh yeah okay because who just i just love a facetime yeah and out of the rest that i've added to my phone my favorite at the moment is probably pinterest i've always loved pinterest oh, i love pinterest classic i feel like i yep. should have said the bible app or something but <laughs> it's just not true <laughs> I didn't even have the Bible up, up until recently. I was well, old school. Very old yeah, school. More holy, doesn't it? But you actually <laughs> <physical> one. <laughs> mm. I didn't think of FaceTime actually, but I think if I didn't pick FaceTime, mm. I think I'd pick the notes. Oh, I do I, use a lot of yeah, notes. Yeah, I use them all the time. So I think definitely notes. I'm a lists person. Yeah. Like when I can't sleep, I have to have my notes open mm-hmm. next to me so that when things come into my brain, I can just jot them down mm-hmm. and remember them in the morning. Otherwise, I won't sleep well. Or, oh, I don't know my favorite actual app. Pinterest is a strong answer. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd say Instagram. Yeah. Just kids. Right. <laughs> get in. Yeah, let's, let's go. dive in. So this week, our topic is I am secure. Ooh. I'm not going to explain it <laughs> as we're going to get into it. So yeah. let's just start it off with Ellie. What do you think it means to be secure? Well, when you first kind of said, let's do this, mm-hmm. immediately in my head came Hebrews 6, verse 19. Yeah. Um, we have this hope as an anchor for our souls, and then in many translations, not actually in mine. So I was a bit taken aback by that, but normally it's, well, not normally, in some versions it says strong and secure. Mm. Um, So for me, like being secure and having that security in my faith and in God is just like having something or someone that I can just anchor myself to. Mm. um, Something to just keep coming back to when, you know, I might be led astray or that things might happen. Like I just always come back to that and it just, I don't know when you think like of a boat being anchored, like your boat is home. Ooh, and I yeah, guess like that. having that security of God is my home. Um, love that. I think that's what it means for me. What's it mean for you? Mine's actually very similar. What I kind of had in mind, mm. what I had in mind was it's the idea of like having someone or even something to like rest and depend upon for like protection and support. And obviously we get that from, god and we find that we can rest in god and depend on him as our protection and our support Mm. um and we obviously can find security in many places um and there's two kind of things that i think are quite important for us to kind of 
be really focusing on putting our security rather than like earthly things and kind of what I was thinking is that they should be God and also being secure in ourselves but not in like a cocky way but like just kind of accepting who you are and all of that stuff um so how do you think starting off how can we be secure in who we are I think when discussing this and I think I kind of mentioned this a few podcasts back but I always talk about in Matthew the parable of the wise and the foolish builders Mm -hmm. and just kind of like in terms of like I don't really know what well it's a parable it's up for interpretation but the way that I've always taken this parable is kind of about building your identity in God and like Mm -hmm. when you build your identity in other things and that's the sand that's the stuff that won't stick but when you build yourself in God that's the rock and that's where you can be really secure in who you are because you've placed that firm foundation as Mm. of God as the center um but I think how can we be secure in who we are Um, I guess the more time you spend with God the more you become like him and I think obviously we know God to be this divine being this great being and we're never going to come to be that Mm. ourselves but we can pull some of the qualities and become them ourselves and in that I think we can really find confidence like I'm more confident when I know I'm a better person Mm. um and I'm being kind and generous and trying to be and embody everything that Jesus was um and we're never going to get that 100% but actually I think we can be secure in who we are who we are because we're secure in who he is Mm. and we've become like him yeah um so yeah that's what I would say yeah for sure I definitely think that like they go quite hand in hand and almost need to go together that idea of being secure in God makes us secure in who we are um and when I was thinking about it I was actually thinking about how much God wants us to be secure in him um and that is like one of his big heart desires is that we can just be fully secure in him so we don't need to like worry about the future and stuff and have a plan for it as and this is definitely something I've been thinking about a lot in lockdown and stuff and I actually on one of our thoughts wrote uh, kind of touching on it a bit about finding joy and how that he really just wants us to be able to find joy in the right here right now and we do that once we are like fully secure in him and there is a verse in Romans 15 which is verse 13 that says may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of Holy Spirit. I just really like that, that sense of like, once we fully trust in him, we get filled with so much joy and peace. And I think it's really true that like, once we are fully secure in him and who we are, then we can just really relax into the idea of like not having to worry about what's happening next. Mm. And then we're filled with all that joy. And I think the ways that we can just really be secure in then who we are is discovering the gifts that God like sows into you and like Mm -hmm. seeing all of the things that he puts into you to like be able to live out your calling and everything that he has planned for you and seeing all those amazing things and being like oh yeah so I can be really secure in that in myself because God's put that into me yeah yeah I think um as humans we're obviously made to have a purpose i'm currently reading oh what is it the one by john mark Cromer, garden city garden city i love that book yeah and just how like 
as humans we have a purpose and it's like to work is inherently in us Mm. um and our primary purpose is to be in relationship with god and to be in that every day but Mm. our secondary purpose is to really kind of discover our like you said our gifts and to work out how we can use them better and i think as humans we really thrive Mm -hmm. Um, best when we're doing that and I think all that self-confidence and security comes from really sitting in our purpose of being in relationship with God but also using the gifts that he's given us Mm. together as just the perfect combo for security in him yeah for sure um we both kind of touched on but you just touched on then about like the stuff that God puts into you to like live out your calling and all of that um and I was thinking about this because this is kind of the place in life where I am at the moment of being like I have no clue what's going to be happening next in life <laughs> and I feel like I've been able to work out the things that God's kind of been put into me and I feel secure in myself so I kind of got past that step which is round of applause oh, hey. like, proud of you. Um, but then you kind of then end up facing a bit of a wall of and what I want to ask you is how can we still feel secure about our future and in God when like our calling gets cloudy and when you feel a bit like what the Mm. heck is going to be happening next yeah yeah I feel like I kind of feel this a little bit like as I'm going into third year people are starting to ask me questions about what am I wanting to do after and it's like I don't know but um I think initially when I saw this and I like it's the classic verse and I'm very aware that it's um quite often people take this verse out of context but if it wasn't true, it wouldn't be in the Bible. Yeah. Um, so it was, that came to mind was Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans not to harm you, but to prosper or something like that. Well, you didn't see that, but she did that completely from her mind. <laughs> um, actually, fun fact, I, as soon as I saw this, I knew the verse, but I didn't quite know the reference, like uh-huh. that it was 29 verse 11. And I was like, oh, you know what, instead of Googling it, I knew that a boy that I knew had it in his Instagram bio. <laughs> so you stalked his Instagram, whoa, I'm surprised you remembered. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Um, unashamed unashamed you can leave that in the podcast um yeah exactly so I think you know if our future is in God's hand then it cannot be bad like Mm -hmm. no calling of God's is bad so we cannot we don't fear it it may not be exactly what we want it to look like or what we have planned but it's going to be amazing and I think the way to feel secure about that and Abby you're going to laugh because I'm going to recommend this video again of course yeah did you know that as soon as I you kind of asked this question like coming. <laughs> yeah um is it is transformation church rip up your list and just to know that god is the master of your future and not you and actually to feel secure about it is to let it go and to be like it's in someone's hands that is much greater than i yeah. um and i think a practical thing to recommend to feel secure in your future when you don't know what it is is not to have expectations Mm. in the talk he said um high expectations times failed reality equals disappointment Mm. and I don't know about you but I don't want to be disappointed in God's plans for me because I've thought it was going to be something else yeah even if God's plans is greater than what I had Mm. planned so I think really practically just to 
trust him and even though that's so hard if you just know god's character you know that he's got it solid yeah um yeah yeah what what do you think um this actually kind of came to mind this week of why i kind of suggested this one to do was because this week i've been reading job and can't like never really been a um (laughs) book in the bible that i've massively like oh it's so long because it is long oh Um, yeah i did a module on it it's so long (laughs) i'm like was like am i gonna really commit to this so i thought i have to um and i read job 11 yesterday and it says in verse 18 you'll be secure because there is hope you will look about you and take your rest in safety and when i read this i was like oh my gosh this is literally me because just the fact that it says you will be secure because we are all secure because god has literally got this like perfect plan for our life mm-hmm. um and i just love the bit that says about take your rest in safety and i think this time is literally like the perfect example of just taking our rest in safety like we've really been able to do that um and one thing for me if any of you are out there in the same boat as me of being like what the heck am I doing with my life (laughs) I've been trying to like it's that idea of your calling getting cloudy and whether that is in a sense of being like I have absolutely no clue what my calling is or Mm. I know kind of what it is but I don't know where it's taking me or I know for sure what it is but it just feels weird at the moment and I think when I was thinking about it I was like there's two ways that I'd say to like really help get those clouds away you know and the first thing was checking your service and I think it's a really important thing of like checking how you're serving people because Mm -hmm. I was actually thinking about this I was like Jesus wouldn't be like necessarily the one on stage or like leading worship or anything he'd be the one like holding the door open doing the tea doing the coffee in church or something and I'm like because he just is living out for the church and he's just doing everything he can to get closer to the father rather than trying to get closer to the center or something yeah and I think it's not getting caught up in your gift so you forget that the gift wasn't even for you anyway because it's like God doesn't put gifts into you to be able to be like this is really for you Ellie because I think it would just make you so much better and you're just gonna love it it's like I'm gonna put this into you so you can really sew this into your community and everything um and then my other one was checking your chase and I think this is one I do all the time (laughs) um of like I like kind of feel as if like God has spoken to me and I like know what he wants me to do with my life and I'm like okay I think it's this and then it becomes like this massive thing in my head and I'm thinking about it 24 7 and it kind of becomes like a bit of like an idol like mm. unawaringly so is that even a word yeah. unawaringly we'll go with it <laughs> we'll go with it um I think this time of lockdown has made me really realize that like we should chase God rather than our calling and I think yeah. especially in like if you feel like your calling is to do something within the church we can really try and like strive to do it and really over strive yeah like say if you feel like you're really cool to lead worship you can then really like strive to do it and like constantly just fill your mind with it rather than just trying to get closer to God whilst and it kind of being like the second thing rather than 
wait yeah. what should be the first thing rather than the second thing um yeah because I saw this quote earlier and I was like amen that oh. submission takes you further than ambition and I think yeah. it's so true I love that that like we can become we're all human we can try we are really ambitious and we want to have a good life but when we just fully submit to god he just makes the moves for us and he just like yeah already has the plan working out so we don't need to try and take it into our hands once maybe we get the slightest glimpse of what it might be we just need to let him do his thing yeah exactly i um was reading weeks ago to hell with the hustle by jefferson bethke and they were like if someone asked me to do something my first answer is no like anything you just start away no and obviously you want to have a seven hard you want to be submission like submissive but if you are meant for that then that calling will be persistent Mm. um and actually to really know it and in times of my life where i've been given really great opportunities to where I believe that my calling is I've it's never been me like I've never done anything for that it's always been somewhat like for example I'm happy to share this like my um I volunteer in the youth group in my church um and when I arrived at the church it was the first time I'd ever been to Mm -hmm. that particular church because I just moved to uni and I was like, oh, like I would be interested in doing like a youth thing, but I'm going to check around a load of different churches. Um, and this was the first one. Um, mm. And then I was literally just um, hanging out, having coffee afterwards, getting to know people and still thinking, oh, I'm going to have a look around um, yeah. at other churches now, next week, just in case this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this man just comes up to me, starts chatting to me. He's got like a welcome, bin, um, like yeah. welcome lanyard on. Um, and he was like, oh, like, do you think, like, serving, like, if you made this your home, do you think you'd want to serve? Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I do, I am interested in youth, like, I like doing it. And he was like, oh, um, I'm actually married to the youth pastor. She's just sat right over there. Would you like to have a chat? And I was like, sure. So I went over, because I was like, it'd be rude to be like, no, actually, I wouldn't, because he literally looked at her, she looked over and waved. Yeah. Um, so I went over, I started chatting, and she was like, oh, um, we'd actually really love to have you like after a five minute chat yeah. um can you start next week wow considering like I had never this is the first time I've been to the church and the next week I did my first youth volunteer like shift um and like for me that was God saying like this is where I'm calling yeah. you to right here not because I had put myself out or I had forced mm. myself it was because it fell yeah. to me and I'm not saying this is going to happen for everyone but actually committing to God's will and letting him make the moves for you yeah that's how you know where your calling is not mm-hmm. because you forced it yeah um but also what I really loved about um you calling it like cloudy how your calling is yeah. cloudy and actually if you think about it when it's cloudy it doesn't mean the sun's not there yeah and actually you can so easily still feel the heat from the sun, even when it's cloudy, but actually it just needs to be uncovered. Yeah. Like the wind needs to change or something needs to shift. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's so true. And actually it's important knowing that just because you can't see your calling, it doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be uncovered. And maybe that means you need to shift in what you're doing. You need to try yeah. something new, a different way of service. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea of that. It's like 
just because it's cloudy doesn't mean it's not there and i think it's so true because it's such a key thing to remember that when it does feel like that we just it just means okay my cooling's cloudy but it just means i'm going to go back to god i just yeah. need to go back to him and i think it's like the most flat in your face thing of like you need to go to god right now if yeah. you're kind of feeling that way and i think yeah it's one of those things of we shouldn't wait to get to heaven to experience the kingdom of God. No, and definitely. It's literally, we should just be living out every single day, just really trying to experience the kingdom of God. And I think the more you do that, the more secure you become in God, in your faith, in yourself, in your calling. Um, and I think all of it just kind of leads back to just spending time with him and in his presence. And I think a lot of our callings, have something to do with bringing people in to experience god um mm. but that one thing i was thinking about earlier was we aren't called to get people into heaven but we're called to get heaven into people yeah but that means that heaven has to be in us first and the only way we can do that is being secure in god secure in our yeah. faith secure in ourselves and just spending so much time with him that it like basically rubs on off on us so much that we're literally like oozing it out of yeah. every single pore of our body <laughs> i just got like i call them well i, I don't I, in this moment i'm calling them jesus tingles i'm gonna find a new word for that but you know what i mean when i know you said you mean. that i was just like oh yes oh. yes spot on i get very passionate about this because <laughs> it's what i'm feeling um <laughs> so one thing that I was also thinking about this morning when I was thinking that, oh, let's do it on this, was going kind of a bit off what we were talking about last week about friendship, mm-hmm. um, but expanding it a bit of how do we base our security in God rather than like relationships, whether that's friendships or even romantic relationships. Ooh. Not basing our security too much in ourselves yeah. and also not basing our security in the world. That's very vast. Yeah. I think actually it's great that that question is vast because I think the first thing is identify kind of where your security is in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because so I think true. we're all so different as to where it is. And kind of if you're dealing with a sin, you have to identify the sin first. And if you're yeah. dealing with, you know, something that you find a security in that isn't God, you need to work out what that is yeah you can't you can't fix it if you don't know what it is yeah um, I think it really depends on what it is um for me a couple of well a couple of years ago um like three four years ago I realized that actually my security was in who I was talking to who I was dating mm. what guy was chasing me like yeah. that was where I found my security and kind of if a guy was pursuing me I was like okay I have value I have worth and if he wasn't I was like why is everyone love me um so I think for me I took that thing away I stopped dating I intentionally stopped dating people for a year and actually that did me the world of good because I wasn't fixed on it I was like okay now I'm intentionally shifting and fixing myself on God and like that thing isn't even an option for me right now so that's not on it um and going forward now like that being a few years it hasn't shifted back because I've intentionally Mm. taken that thing out but obviously if it's friendships you can't do that like I don't recommend at all (laughs) um yeah 
that you cut out all your friends because you're spending too much time with them definitely not um but I think if it's your friends I guess like choosing friends that anchor you to God yeah um I think we really touched on this really well in the last podcast so if this Mm -hmm. is something that maybe you struggle with definitely yeah pop on over there um but yeah what do you think I think obviously it is really tricky because the world pulls you so much to base your security and like what's in front of you um and it kind of this is why I'm loving this series because I feel like everything kind of goes into yeah everything like goes into the pot um and it is that links with that whole idea of being set apart because you're having to live your life differently as you're basing your security in something so much greater than maybe what your friend's doing um but the one thing like I literally when I was thinking about this I was like oh my gosh I don't even know how to answer (laughs) this and I literally wrote one sentence and that was it and that was that he is always the same God and that he is unchanging and I think for me that's always been something that's really like as you said like once you kind of realize that there's you're putting your security in other places and you kind of see where that is and I think something that can really shake us as humans um is that idea that people change and life changes and that really can shake us and knock us and affect us in like a negative way and I think for me it's always been really helpful to remember that God never changes and that he's always going to love me as Mm. for me my thing has always been like oh like where I base my security in like relationships as a whole is that idea of like are they still gonna are they gonna suddenly hate me or what are they gonna think of me kind of thing and I think actually kind of changing that and being like it doesn't matter if they don't because I have a God who's so unchanging and his feelings will never change towards me um and yeah Yeah. I think that is literally like such a good thing to remember yeah um I just want to um cut in because like we haven't done this yet but actually I really feel like God's maybe saying that we need to say this yeah um and if you're listening and you're not a Christian Mm -hmm. I think like I want those words to sink in with you God can't love you any more now or any more less and if you were to become a Christian he doesn't love you any more then than he loves you now Mm -hmm. he loves you so much now he loves you as much as he loves me and Abby now and you could do worse things and he'd still love you as much as if you became a Christian yeah um and I feel like we need to share that because that really hit me home so I hope that that hits one people home as well yeah that's so true that yeah so true um what I was also gonna say is something that I've been thinking of I mentioned it in I can't remember which one the set apart one I think no lockdown was that at the beginning of lockdown I was dealing with a breakup not that sad but also quite sad um but about it really knocks into perspective about not basing my security in relationships and in boys um we're definitely going to do a video on that we need to for sure we need to um and what helped me really with that is like 
kind of actually goes into actually like really feeding more into my friendships and I think mm. I was basing so much on my security on people who actually weren't like I don't know faithful sounds really stretched but like people who weren't like fully in my life as they were just like boys you know or like even the yeah. idea of my first had I had these people in this community around me who were already so secure and like so lifting me up and everything and really like pushing me to be the best I can be um and actually like stopping and like seeing all of these great people that I have around me really helped me to be like I should and these are people that God has given me and I should be putting my security in this because God's given it to me and then therefore putting my security in myself more so I can be a bit more like stopping myself from putting it other places that don't matter mm. putting it in the right here right now and putting it in spent making sure I'm spending time with God and like I'm gonna be honest this is like the first time in ages that like the idea of dating anyone like seriously makes me want to like gag <laughs> I'm like no thank so, you <laughs> I would run a mile oh my gosh yesterday I was telling Ellie uh I need to share this this is hilarious um I was telling Ellie that I did a workout video yesterday with this guy called, I can't even remember his name. I remember his last name because it was really funny. Some, something Dupree. Um, and I was doing it and he was just hilarious. But he was really like annoying at times. But it was very funny. And he was doing like running on the spot. And then he was like, okay, now run as if you're running towards a man. And I literally was like running in the opposite <laughs> oh, direction. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> and it made me run fast. So it helped. But... <laughs> yeah that's so funny I feel like we have also touched on a bit on like putting our security in God rather than like the world but like how would you say that we like because the world shapes us in so many ways like it shapes how we view ourselves it shapes how we view our relationships it shapes even how we see God um so how would you say we can base our security in God rather than the world I think again it just need you just need to check what it is mm. um I think one of the ways that ways that we can be got in that way is I guess materialism mm-hmm. putting our worth in the things that we have yeah and if for you that's gotten so bad that you need to get rid of stuff or just mm. not buy anything more or just really strip down and wear really minimal clothes for a while or really minimal like possessions you know what I mean mm, like yeah I don't think necessarily in every instance you need to take these things away but if that helps you then by all means and it doesn't mean that I'm not saying that like, if you've got a load of clothes that are designer or whatever give them away yeah maybe you feel really drastic maybe do that but like spend some time just wearing really plain clothes and like see whether your kind of identity changes like whether you mm. find security in that anymore um and actually I think wearing nice clothes isn't a bad thing at all mm. um and once your focus has shifted onto God then wear what you like but you know yeah. what I mean like that's just a very small example mm. of like the way that the world gets us and actually it's just for a moment taking a, like some time to recenter yourself on what really matters yeah um what other ways do you think that the world can become our identity and like our security 
I think what I was thinking was we obviously social media is such a big thing that mm-hmm. we see so many people's lives so the world kind of means that we get wrapped up in other people's worlds yeah. um and I know I get I'm like sometimes if I'm bored especially at the moment I like to have a little stalk of people on Instagram everyone does it I'm not gonna feel shameful for it um <laughs> we've worked out that I already yeah <laughs> we know at least the stalker <laughs> didn't even know to ask her <laughs> um but that idea of actually like stopping and looking at your own life and like seeing all of the things that like God has really put into your life and at first it will make you realize like oh my gosh I have such a tiny little boring life or at least (laughs) that's how I felt a bit when I did this but actually like there were so many things I was like I'm looking at these other people's lives wishing I had that thing or that thing and I'm completely missing out on this thing because I'm spending more time looking on my phone than actually being right here right now um and I think that's a really good thing of like putting our security in God of being like just constantly being thankful for what he puts into your life yeah um and yeah there are so many other ways and so many I think it all I think it all boils down to comparison doesn't it yeah you should be smarter you should have more money Mm. you should have more boyfriends you should have Not more boyfriends but maybe better looking boyfriends yeah. like or you, you should have more cars or like all these sort of things yeah. and actually realizing that I guess open here I have proverbs 8 11 for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies nothing you can desire can compare with it and just yeah. realizing the value of wisdom yeah. and your relationship with God is far greater than those other things that the world can give us yeah oh yeah for sure we kind of touched on it a bit about like in the calling bit of like not trying to overstrive, but it's quite probably a hard fine line for like you as yourself to like judge it but then obviously we can put our security in ourselves too much yeah. and I'm prone to this of being a bit like I can do with this by myself god you d- I don't need your help mm. I don't need you I can do it but how do we actually just put all of our security in him rather than like our own yeah yeah I'm the worst for this I do not ask for help Mm. um the amount of times I've had people pray for me and be like it's okay to just ask for help I'm like I haven't even told you this I know (laughs) stop it now it's getting annoying (laughs) I know I'm bad but I need to do it (laughs) yeah literally I think it's humility I think something that God's been really teaching me, not because I'm massively big-headed, but I think potentially for this reason, yeah, is humility and realizing that you're not God. You can't make those decisions. You can't, you know, you can't do everything by yourself. You need to rely on God. Like you literally mm. can't do anything without God because we are so yeah. weak. But God says that in our weaknesses, He is strong and He makes yeah. us strong. Um, so I guess it's just being humble and realizing how weak we are, but actually that's amazing because God can do mm. so much more with our weakness than we can if we just yeah. give it to Him and give out all to Him. Yeah, um, that's I what comes to mind. So agree that I'm like, it's like realizing that actually I'm such a broken person. I'm mm. far more broken than I could ever fix, 
and that doesn't mean like an awful thing of oh my god I'm so broken like I'm basically just a pile of rubbish like it's not that it's just no yeah it's realizing how valuable you are even though you're a broken person and I think that's really helped me I'm like God still values me so much even though I mess up and I do bad things sometimes and I'm not so good at asking him for help and it's realizing that it's so much more than I can fix because it's out of my control some of the things that happen in my life I can't fix them and that's something that I definitely realized of like I feel like especially like in your teenage years is when you start to like face all of these things of like I hate my life this is all (laughs) god why have you done this to me and it's like they're all out of your control and so how can you try and fix that you just need to ask help from god and i think it sounds so much easier than it actually is but i'm was because i've always grown up as a christian i'm such a what's the word i'm so prone to this of being like oh yeah i trust god with like my whole life and the fact that i'm gonna go to heaven and all that blah 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 but i don't trust him with right here and right now and literally yeah. questioning yourself of how can we trust god with our eternity if we can't even trust him with our tomorrow And I think that was the thing that really shook me of like, I'm trusting him with my whole life, but I literally can't trust him with just telling him something that really bugged me today or really annoyed me today. And rather than just handing it over to him and him being my security, I'm letting it get to me. And then then gets to me more that is getting to me. And then that gets to me that's getting to me because it's getting to me. And (laughs) And it's just like, it's getting in the habit and the routine of just, rather than it's like a conveyor belt of like your life should be more of this like conveyor belt of like something happens and it just you just have it for a second and then you pass it to god rather than it being like you hold it and you try and keep on yeah it's just like letting things letting yourself just hand things over to god and just having that open communication i think that really helps with just kind of chatting to him more and like making that seem normal because it does seem weird at first if like I know for me it was like weird of like going from just like the very official prayer kind of thing to then just being like mm. just gonna have a chat it just feels slightly weird but yeah. once you get into that routine then it's just so much easier to just be like yeah oh, god this is really annoying me and that could literally be it yeah who who was it that says like pray oh it's like basically pray little and often mm. like is put way more eloquently than that <laughs> but like literally like it doesn't need to be that no much but actually it's that like constant contact yeah. like me and abby we're in contact probably every minute of every day literally. but what we're talking about is utter rubbish there's mm-hmm. like you, you can scroll through our chat there's probably nothing i wish some people could see our chat because it's very <laughs> interesting <laughs> so uninteresting like it's probably not much worth snooping around in no. there but actually it's that constant little contact that makes us so close yeah I think that's the same with our relationship with God on a scale of 10 times more yeah yeah for sure and just like constantly as well not even just prayer but just constantly feeding yourself with like the word and just making sure that you're being like really on top of spending having your Jesus time yeah rather than just like letting it be swept under the carpet because it's like the strong the more you see your friends the stronger your relationship is and the more you spend time with god the stronger your relationship is and the more you'll yeah. be secure in him so hey Preston. yeah yeah and i like the idea of like like 
using your Jesus time. And I feel like if you start your day, I think you can do it throughout the day, but imagine starting your day Mm. in God's word. You've secured that day. You know Mm. what I mean? You've started that day off with the right mindset you can carry through to the rest of the day. And if you carry on doing that every day, then you've secured a week. You've secured a fortnight. You've secured a month. And before that, you know, you're secure in who you are and who your God is. Yeah, so true. Amazing. Yeah. We've covered as much as we I think we've covered that. Yeah, otherwise we'll talk these people's ear off. We literally would talk for hours. We could, we could, but we won't put you through that. No. (laughs) (laughs) So, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we'll be back next week with another podcast. We'll let you know. But for all that information and loads more fun please check out our instagram at thrive.in.grace yes um yeah sending lots of love we'll Perfect. see you next week see you next week bye, bye.